Hello, this is Fed965, that's F-E-D-965, and welcome to Baby Blue Viper. Yeah, you know, it's uh, Wednesday morning, um, you know, I hope your morning is off to a great start. I hope your, uh, you know, Wednesday's just, uh, you know, kicking into gear smoothly here. I really hope so. Uh, I know mine is. Uh, I definitely know mine is. So, um, so let's just uh, go. Let's just go. I am currently uh, sipping on a glass of water. And, uh, you know, for this Wednesday, I thought that, uh, you know, uh, that the Real Madrid, uh, uh, you know, pint glass uh, was in order. So, um, you know, I definitely thought that this was the, the way to go today. And, you know, I'm liking the direction that we're going in already. Um, you know, this is the, you know, the pint glass and it is the Real Madrid emblazoned pint glass. Um so that's how that, and I am currently shirtless, uh, and I am uh, currently wearing um, blue sweatpants, and uh, I have on these, uh, they're, they're, they're like, uh, they're bluish slippers with a, with a red soles. Um, it's a certain style that is, you know, that is uh, common in Spain, um, and specifically in a region of Spain uh, called La Rioja. And if you are, uh, if you have been paying attention, uh, you will know that, uh, that our German shepherd is also called Rioja. Uh, he is actually named after this region in Spain. This is a, a region also known for its uh, delicious red wine. Uh, once again, that region is called uh, uh, La Rioja. Um, and it is a, a region in Spain. Um, and I suggest you check it out. Point being, these, um, these uh, you know, slipperesh uh, they're, I don't want to say that they're totally slippers because you don't really slip into them, but you do, it, they're like, uh, I don't know what the, you know, the, the American counterpart of these, you know, shoes would be. Um, I'm trying to think of them. Um, actually, actually they're, they're kind of similar to, I think, I think they're called Tom's. I don't want to plug in the, the company too much. But I think that's you know the might be the the American um counterpart to these um to these like slipperish uh shoes that I've got going on here. I think so. I'm not really positive, but I think so. Um, let me just. I'm trying to double check. Um, they're similar to that, but not really. I'm I'm looking at. I think that would be the the like the most, you know. I don't know if there's a word for the you know this type of uh, this type of shoe. Uh, well, here it is. Here it is. The alpargata. The alpargata. I think that's what it is. Um, well, these are these are the the everyday shoe for Argentina. Um, so they're they're definitely similar to that. They're similar to the alpargata, but these are the 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 ones from Spain so um 
And if you go back far enough, I'm sure the Alpargata is, uh, you know, based on these because these are, you know, the... You know, the, the, the original ones from Spain, specifically Rioja. Um, so, um, you know, the, you know, I don't want to go into deeply by, you know, how things, you know, uh, you know, go from place to place. But I'm, I'm trying to get you the exact name. Um, um, La Rioja Shoes. No, I'm dragging on here. We should be diving, but um, it is what it is, isn't it? It is what it is. Um, uh, I'm gonna give this another five seconds here. Let's see if we can, you know, really, you know, really find the the name here. But at the moment. I'm gonna have to to leave that, you know, in the in the air, but that is, you know, you can look it up. There, La Rioja is is the town or or the region. Excuse me, where these um where these shoes are are from? Uh, maybe this is it. And and I don't know all the specifics of the, you know, the different uh styles but i'm pretty sure and it would make sense that the argentine alpargatas you know are actually um you know originally from uh la rioja uh, that would make sense if you're you know going into history here um espadrillas i'm probably butchering that but this says that this factory also uh yeah, I think that this is it. I think this is it. I think I found it. You see, that just took a second, but I'm pretty sure I found it. Um, two examples, the most traditional. Here we go. Espadrillas of Spain. Um, reading from Wikipedia right now. Espadrillas, um, uh, Spanish alpargatas, are casual rope-soled flat, but sometimes high-heeled shoes. Mine are the, the casual... Uh, rope sold flat. They usually have a canvas or cotton fabric upper and a flexible sole made of esparta rope. The esparta rope sole is the defining characteristic of an espadrilla. The upper is very widely in style. Espadrillas are a typical form of summer footwear with strong historical ties to the regions of Catalonia, then Basque Country, and uh, mainly Argentina. Uh, the word derives from the Catalan espadrillan, making reference to esparto grass, a plant indigenous to the south of Spain that is used to make ropes and basketry. Um, so yeah, I don't want to go into deeply, but it says uh, originally peasant footwear, they were popularized throughout the 20th century by many cultural figures, including Picasso, Salvador Dali, and later John F. Kennedy or Yves Saint Laurent. And of course, we should be adding now to this um, also now um, re you know reintroduced into the the culture milieu by uh, Fed nine six five of Baby Blue Viper. Um, that should definitely be added to Wikipedia here. Uh, if any of you um, could do that, that would be just great. I'm not really sure how you do that. So if someone's, you know, more techy than me, that would be just great. Um, but um, 
But yeah, so now that we covered that, um, let's just dive right in here. Uh, let's just dive right in. We're diving. We're diving. Price of Bitcoin today is twenty one thousand four hundred and seven USD. The block height is seven four zero nine one zero. Um, by the way, I you know it finally came to me what that uh, term that I was looking for was yesterday. And it was a marketing campaign. It was campaign. That was the word that I was, you know, looking for there. And I found it. So that's also a lesson. Um, so, yeah, let's just go right to the, um, you know, the, the trending news of the day. Um, let's see here. Number one, the investor. This is from Barron's. The investor who spotted Bernie Madoff's fraud early has a whole new worry. Oh, what's his worry? Oh, he's got a worry? Uh, let's see. Uh, Edward Thorpe uh, is an investing and mathematical legend. From spotting Bernie Madoff's fraud as well as identifying Warren Buffett's investing acumen early to coming up with a blackjack game thing. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, all right. So let's see what the guy's actually talking about. Uh... uh Okay, what is this? So what's his actual? You could have a you could have a devolution, evolution, or a revolution. Well, that's great. I'm pretty sure that everyone at this point is aware of all those choices. At least everyone is listening to Baby Blue Viper. So he's just pretty much saying that we could either go up, down, side to side, or backwards and forwards. Um, yeah, and I totally agree with that. Um, so, um, so that's great. Um, uh, thank you for that, you know, really insightful, you know, article, uh, from Barron's. Yeah, that's just great. Number two from, um, ABC News. Two police officers die of injuries after being shot responding to call, to call in California. Oh boy. That's not good. Um, you know, a heart goes out to the to the you know the the families of the uh, the police officers here. Uh, uh, two police officers have died after being shot in El Monte, California, Tuesday while responding to a possible stabbing at a motel. Uh, 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 the El Monte Police Department said two officers immediately took gunfire upon arrival at the Siesta Inn. Uh -oh. um, the suspect was also shot and died at the scene. Um, so yeah, so that's that. And I'm uh, moving on. Number three from House of Beautiful. 30 patio must-haves that will make your backyard the life of the party. Okay, okay, okay. Um, very important to have. I, fortunately, I do not have a subscription to House of Beautiful. If anyone has a subscription to this, please, um, you know, share it with me. Why not, you know? Share the love. You know what I mean? Um... Um, but yeah, 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 we're moving on. Number four from 80, the smallest structure Frank Lloyd Wright ever designed is now on view. I'm a huge fan of Frank Lloyd Wright, by the way. Excuse me. You know, I've, I've visited a few of his, um, uh, of his, uh, you know, houses. Um, you know, actually I, I was in, uh, I remember I did a, a field trip. I, I think it was in either middle school or, you know, freshman year of high school or something like that. Where we went to, um, uh, it was the, it was the group that was, uh, uh, it was our, our tech class. Pretty sure it was our tech class, um, and we went to, um, so that's our, you know, 
when I say tech there, it, it was a class, you know, that was also uh, a shop class would be another another term for that class. You know, so it's just, you know, different tools, um, you know, um, you know, your basic, you know, like jigsaw, you know, table saw, etc. You know, but at the same time, you know, we also did get into a little bit of CAD. Um, that's, uh, you know, the computer program, the 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 design in a uh, program so that's why it was also called tech class because you know it's a little bit of this a little bit of that so it's a tech class mixed with shop and um and so because of that because of that mix right there that's why we went to go you know we had a field trip and uh, we went to go see frank lloyd uh writes um falling water uh and uh falling water is one of the most spectacular you know houses that i've ever seen ever been to it is absolutely beautiful it is you know constructed you know literally you know in slash over a waterfall so the water literally falls through the house it's, it's incredible and it's you know it's a it's a masterpiece it's a work of um you know architectural genius uh you know frank lloyd wright being one of you know the the you know, one of the, the premier, you know, architects, uh, specifically American architects um, ever. There's really no doubt about that. Uh, Frank Lloyd Wright is, you know, he's, he's one of the giants of, uh, you know, of architecture. Um, so uh, it's a beautiful, I've been to a few of his houses, actually. Also one in, uh, in, uh, in Illinois, a few in outside of Chicago. Um, he's got a few uh, houses there. Uh, pretty sure it was a few. Um, and you know, also he's got one in uh, in uh, in Oberlin. Uh, that's in Ohio. I visited that house as well. Um, so you know, I try to always visit a Frank Lloyd Wright house if I'm in the in the vicinity. Um, so um, um, so what's the falling water? I'm pretty sure it was in West Virginia. Let me double check that. Uh, I need to go back there one day. But like I said, that was in that was a, a while ago. Um, that was the the tech. Actually, no, no, it's it's in Southwest Pennsylvania, about seventy miles southeast of Pittsburgh. Oh wow, yeah. See, look at that. Um, yeah, look at that. I gotta go back there. I really do. Um, so what's this one? Um, the smallest structure he ever designed. <laughs> In 1958, Frank Lloyd Wright broke a personal record with a cottage he designed for Seth Peterson, a longtime admirer of his work. At just 880 square feet, the home along Mirror Lake in Wisconsin Dells, Wisconsin, is the smallest residential building Wright ever touched. Wow. But it isn't his smallest structure. Instead, the honor that honor goes to a doghouse. Oh, boy. Which Wright conceived in the mid-1950s and is now on display at the Marin Civic Center in San Rafael, California. Oh, that's cool. That's very cool. What kind of dog? Um, oh, it's beautiful. Of course it is. It's a dog house by Frank Lloyd Wright. Oh, that is so cool. Um, the structure dubbed Eddie's house after the Burger family dog. Okay, the dog was named Eddie. Um, I want to see what type of dog it was. I'm guessing it's a. I'm guessing it's a lab. Um, do we? We don't have a confirmation. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh man, how can they not put that? Wow. 
Are you kidding me? I'm really just... I'm just in shock. They are. They literally did not say what type of dog it is. Or what breed. You know, this is just really, you know, just really, you know, things like this. I mean, so huge points deducted from um, from Architectural Digest um, and more points deducted um, from, um, um, should I dox her? Is that, is that okay to dox? Is that bad? Oh, I did say that it was a she. So from the name, it is. Uh, looks like it is a she. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna say anything more because I'm just such in a in a state of of shock at the moment. But um, how could they not put um the breed of the dog? I mean, come on, what is going on in this world? Um, you know, that's just you know that's just why there's no kind of you know. I don't want to go on a rant here, but you know, there's just no kind of um, of uh, what 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 would you say standards, principles, uh, guidelines? There's no maybe is there's no kind of um, uh, it's like just it's it's just all apathy. It's really all apathy. No one cares about anything. No one cares about their neighbors. No one cares about you know um, the state of the world, uh, you know the future of their of their children, you know the you know the, no one cares about the planet. Uh, no one cares about you know uh, history, literature. Uh, no one cares about poetry, uh, art. Uh, no one cares about sculpture. Um, no one cares about you know pretty much anything. It's all you know. People just want to you know. You know, have this TikTok fame, and it's just all so vulgar. It really is. You know, I, I've said this before on this podcast. I'm gonna say it again, uh, just to really make it clear. Um, I really hope that you know this podcast doesn't become you know uh, big. I really do. I really I like it with a, just a you know uh, a small group of listeners who really get it, who just really get life. So thank you to you who you know you really get life. Um, but, and of course we're, we're going to forget, we're going to, we're not going to go in too deeply about those who didn't do their homework last night. I'm really trying to keep my cool today, but at least you're listening to the podcast. So I'm trying to, you know, keep my cool, but as to those people out there, it's like, I mean, like, like I said, I really hope this is that this, you know, that this thing doesn't become big because then I'd have to, you know. You know, we'd all have to deal with that. And it, it's like, uh, why? It's like, seriously, why? I mean, this whole world has just gone to, uh, I don't even know. Like, I'm, ready, I'm, just, I'm already getting heated here. Um, and I'm just trying to keep my cool. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? This is baby little viper. All, all about being cool. But then you, know, then you have things like that. And they have a doghouse by Frank Lloyd Wright. You know, a genius of geniuses making a doghouse so cool. And they don't even say the type of uh, of uh, breed or of dog. Or at least say it's a mutt. You know, say something about the dog. All we know is that the dog's name is Eddie. But who is Eddie? Was Eddie, you know, a poodle? Was Eddie a, a chihuahua? Was Eddie a Rottweiler? Huh? Was Eddie a Rottweiler? Was Eddie, uh, you know, a, a Saint Bernard? He might have been a Saint Bernard. You know what I mean? And that'd be awesome. 
but uh you know unfortunately we know absolutely nothing about eddie and that just really goes to show the state of the world you know uh, i'm sorry i really am but it is what it is um and that's enough of that let's have the news there because i'm just in shock you know actually i'm not in shock at this point at this point i guess that's a lesson to me it's definitely a lesson for me um that to not be in shock about anything at this point because it's just all just you know more of the same excuse me it is wednesday maybe i'm supposed to get heated on wednesday maybe that's the point it's hump day um but that's enough of that. You know, it's really, I'm just in shock. And, um, you know, yesterday, um, I know we, we started diving into, or I guess we kept diving into the, um, you know, the bug situation and you know, the differences between um, a DDT lifestyle, a DEET lifestyle, and a DEET-free lifestyle. Um, so, and, uh, you know, and I try to put it out there that, you know, you all should, uh, and that we all, excuse me, that we all should, um, you know, assess, you know, the pros and cons of each of those lifestyles. And, um, you know, that's great. And that's great. But, you know, today, you know, we're, I'm going to have to, and this is what we're doing. We're, we're going to add a little thing. So I told you that yesterday I used a, uh, you know, a deep free uh, insect repellent. And it was, you know, it did, um, I would say, uh, uh, I think I gave it a B minus in terms of effectiveness for repelling bugs on our walk. Well, here's the difference. Today, you know, we're, we're just, we're changing things up a little bit. Yep. And um, uh, we're putting out traps. Yes, you heard that correctly. We're putting out traps. We're trapping. We're baiting and trapping. That's what we're doing today when it comes to insects and bugs. That's right. You heard it here. Um, so, uh, and why? You're, you're probably asking yourself, what are you, what are you doing, Fed965? You're, you're baiting and trapping bugs? Have you lost it? Have you completely lost it at this point? I mean, I know you get riled up pretty easily, but have you completely lost it now? And, you know, the question is no. Actually, I have not lost it. Uh, perhaps you have, okay? Perhaps you have for even thinking like that. Because I don't get riled up easily at all. Perhaps it's the world that has lost all sense of, uh, you know, of, uh, of direction. And perhaps you have too. And that's why you're thinking like that. Okay. Because here's the thing. Um, let me break it down. Uh, you know, we have, um, we have uh, some guests coming over for an early lunch. Uh, perhaps you could call it a brunch today. Uh, even though I usually uh, reserve brunches for the weekends, um, and there's a lot of reasons that you know the scheduling conflicts that uh, it has to be an early lunch today. But the point being, they are coming over, uh, and they will be uh, bringing over two young uh, kids. Um, you know, quite young. I think they're you know either f like three or four, something like that. So quite quite young. And here's the thing. So the, it is also the season for uh, wasps and yellow jackets. Oh, yeah. Wasps and yellow jackets are out and about. And, uh, of course, um, uh, bees as well. Uh, and so here's the thing. So this is a safety issue for the kids. You see that? You see that? You see how I have not lost it at all, but I am so on top of it that the world can't even cope? 
okay? Uh, and I suggest that you uh, are as well, or I, or I hope that you are as well. And, uh, and yeah, point being that, um, so I got these, um, these, I'm sure you've seen them. These, they're, they're like jars. They're like jars with, um, you know, at the top, there's like these vents pretty much where the, you know, the bugs and the wasps and the, uh, the yellow jackets, etc. all the different pests can uh you know they 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 get attracted because inside there's a bait there's attractant it's you know there's, there's chemical chemical attractants inside um plus you uh you fill it up with water to a certain level and you actually also want to put in some uh, some dishwasher soap because the soap sticks to the to the uh to the what's it called it sticks to the to the wings it's sticks to the wings of the pest so they can't fly out makes it harder for them to fly out point being the um, they get trapped inside and uh, and then they eventually uh, either drown or starve to death because they can't get back out of the jar um so you see so that's what we're doing today it's a safety issue because you know i don't know of the if these kids i don't want them to have allergic reactions you know on the property and um obviously one because that's uh you know, obviously, you don't want the, you know, the kids to get, uh, you know, to get hurt or to have any kind of allergic reaction, which could be um, uh, fatal, actually, if they are allergic and if, you know, they get stung by, uh, you know, by the airways. Um, I don't have an EpiPen. Um, at least I think I don't. I might have to check the toolbox. I might possibly have an EpiPen in there just in case. Um, but, um, you know, uh, yeah the the swelling in the airways can you know lead to um can lead to you know paralysis and possible death fatality I definitely don't want that on the property um i don't know what the 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 legal ramifications are for uh for if kids get uh you know stung by a bee or a wasp in a yellow jacket and uh you know a hornet a hornet uh, and uh, you know, die on the property. I don't know what the uh, what the legal ramifications are, but I definitely don't want to find out. And that's why you know I'm putting up these um, these traps. So I have one trap that is specifically, and this is this is a very nice one. It's got it's got double it's got double what's it called um like uh, uh it's got it's got double entrances and two different types of attractants actually three different types of uh, chemical attractants two in the top section one in the bottom um and so that one is uh it's it's marketed as being able to um attract 19 different you know uh pests and specifically the like the, the yellow jacket wasps um uh, hornets um uh, I'm assuming bees as well, or I'm guessing bees as well, but that whole genre of, uh, of pests. And whereas I have another trap that's specifically for flies. Um, so I'm going to, I have, I put one up yesterday night, uh, in, in the back, you know, in the, in the back here, and I'm going to put another one, you know, circa or close by it. And, uh, so with that, you know, I should be able to have a, you know, a real safe environment for those two young kids that are coming over for lunch. Um, you know, because that's what we're all about here baby blue viper. And you know, it. I've said it and I'll say it again, safety. And, uh, if we're talking about, you know, uh, sexual activities, um, uh, nothing to do, obviously these are, don't, don't get it. Don't get it twisted here. Um, but a consent, a safety and consent. We're, we're all about that. Um, so my point being 
that uh, I, has to, I had to put up the, uh, the, the traps. And so, uh, you know, also, you know, got some, got some different bags of rocks. Uh, and, you know, I have to put that in the, so Rioja, or German Shepherd, was uh, digging some, some, uh, some holes in the backyard here. Um, you know, that's what dogs do. So I'm going to have to cover it up with some, uh, with some rocks. So got some rocks there to really, you know, cover those holes. Uh, uh, there's some white rocks and we'll be laying those down here, you know, later on. And, um, you know, I gotta get moving. I got a lot to do here before, you know, this early lunch and I gotta get some, I gotta get some exercise in here at some point. Um, so, so yeah, so that's that. Um, and we have a, a thousand and nineteen days left by the way. Um, and so, um, so as for homework, I know uh, a lot of you are still reeling from, um, from you know the Monday's homework. Um, I know, I know you guys are still reeling. Um, so I'm gonna try to you know take it easy on you. I'm really trying here. I really am. Um, but the the homework is gonna be just to um, to begin to meditate in on magic. Okay, on magic. Yes, you heard it here on magic uh okay so let's start meditating on magic um what is magic do you believe in magic is magic real has it ever been real is that possible for something to be real at one point in time and space and then to not be real in another point in time and space so just slowly you know beginning to to bring back this idea of magic okay and uh and uh how do you see magic play out in your life and if you don't why don't you okay um so just begin to incorporate this into life and uh if you're if you're really skeptical ask yourself why you're so skeptical I mean, um, are you, do you think that you know everything about uh, physics and science? Um, do you, do you think that it is all just, you know, materialism? Are you a hardcore materialist? Um, and so you think that everything is, um, you know, can be, can be, uh, can be, you know, brought down to the, you know, the certain laws of, of physics and science and the material world and there's nothing beyond that. Um, and magic being some kind of fantasy uh, that doesn't, you know, has anything to do with reality. Okay, if you're one of those, um, though, do you know that, you know, quantum physics postulates, um, you know, things that, that seem to be magic, they just operate at the subatomic level, you know, um, particles uh, disappearing and appearing um, without any reason or rhyme in one place and then another without any kind of explanation. That is what quantum uh, physics says is happening at all times around us. And this is where Einstein really got confused, actually. And he actually got angered about this. You can look it up. And there's that famous quote that he, uh, that he said when, um, when he heard about this new discoveries in quantum physics. Is that, you know, uh, quote is, uh, I'm pretty sure this is accurate. Uh, you can double check it. But the quote was... Uh, uh, God does not play uh, dice with the world or with reality, something like that. God does not play dice. Um, 
meaning that you know it's not all up to chance and these probabilities that seem to to not obey any kind of mathematical you know uh, certainty and that you can't predict it and that's where he really got confused and angry actually um, so like I said what what is magic and um, why are you so skeptical if you are and do you think that you know everything okay so let's just begin with this slowly we'll come back to it um, but that's what we're doing today and um, and yeah other than that you know keep going get over the hump enjoy and uh, and I will see you soon